Had you actually read the email, you would know that the podcast you are about to listen to could contain explicit language and offensive content. These HR experts' views are not representative of their past, present, or future employers. If you've ever heard, my manager is unfair to me, I need you to reset my HR portal password, or can I write up my employee for crying too much? Welcome to our little safe zone. Welcome to Jaded HR. Welcome to Jaded HR, the podcast by two HR professionals who want to help you get through the workday by saying all the things you're thinking, but say them out loud. I'm Warren. And this is Feathers. Oh, okay. This is the countdown to Turkey Day is on. We got, I just brined, put my turkey in the brine before we got on the air today. So I'm, I'm ready to go. How about you? I'm on countdown to going to a restaurant and not having to eat Thanksgiving food. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I I was talking with someone at work today on the accounting team and we're like, you know, after like Monday of next week, I don't want to see anything turkey related ever again until next Thanksgiving. You know, we got like a 19 pound turkey and we only have Dear eight God. of us. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure by Monday we'll be giving the dog turkey. Uh, yeah. Hey, here's a treat. Here's have some turkey yeah. and the dog won't get sick of it. But yeah, I'll be over it really quick. My, my my jaded take on Thanksgiving, because I'm definitely jaded when it comes to certain things about this time of the year. I think Thanksgiving is a wonderful holiday. I have never liked Thanksgiving food. I never liked it as a kid. I don't like it as an adult. My mom thinks that I'm an alien because she's like, <laughs> you're you my child. You should like the same. Like, nope. Sorry, mom. I was a kid that ate SpaghettiOs. So I was like 12 or 13 on Thanksgiving with the whole family in town. Sorry. <laughs> don't like it. I like when I go to people's houses and like I do little turkey rolls, like get the roll apart, put the turkey in there. <laughs> like, where's the mac and cheese? Because there a house salad somewhere. <laughs> I'm very, very, very basic when it comes to that. And my other really, truly jaded thing about this holiday is, all right, I know people freaking love Christmas. It's the most wonderful <laughs> time of the year. Keep your shit put away. Keep the songs off the radio, all the different things until the day after Thanksgiving. Then yeah. it's free reign. Go do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> Ring holly jolly any, anywhere and everywhere. Until then, no. Yeah, that, that's how my family. This year, we're going to follow that advice. Sometimes, in the past, we've got, put up our trees early. It's like Veterans Day weekend or something like that just because it's convenient and easy. But yeah, we've done that. Let's say take care of our little housekeeping issues. Give our thanks and also issues. these aren't issues, Warren. These are nice things. Like thank you, people. Thank you. Yeah. Or yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't know where I came up with issues, but uh, yeah, you want to support the podcast? We have issues. <laughs> issues. What's that mean? Yeah. But if you want to support us, there's four ways to do that. At least there are more. You can be a Patreon like Hallie, the original Jaded HR rock star. You can leave a review, and we got a new review. I want to read in just a second. Tell a friend, contribute a story, or even if you wanted to come on and, as a listener, be a guest on the show. We've had two so far, so hit us up. We'll, we'll get back with you and see what we can make happen. We also have some guests coming up very shortly. We're going to have a lot of really cool ideas, but I said we got a review. So we got our latest review, and it was on 
November 9th, and I'm going to butcher this person's username from Apple Podcasts, is Gig EG8. It's I-Z-G-I-G-I-I-G-8. Is Gig Gate, I guess. I don't know. Well, all right. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. But that person wrote, uh, title is Facebook Groups. After listening to your Facebook group rant, I joined a few. These are gold. Hours of entertainment. Questions they, they saw asked were, how much of a raise should I ask for? Find me a job. Can you send me your copy on XYZ? Can you fire someone for jury duty? This was real. Great finds, great podcast. So, yeah. Uh, or hats off you ever- to you, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Please let us know how to pronounce, how you want that pronounced. I'd, I'd love to hear. Shoot us a chat. But that brings us up to 17 U.S. Apple podcast reviews, 16 of which are five star and one, sorry, little bastard who didn't leave any comments gave us one star. So, but this is a perfect segue into our topic of the day before we get into all the holiday awesomeness, performance oh, reviews. <laughs> performance reviews if, if that that little sorry bastard that did, wanted to give us one star tell us why uh, give us give us some feedback on on it and what you didn't like and hey probably won't change anything but just still like to see what your problem is but anyways but performance reviews on top of being the holiday season i think you and i are both in the midst of our performance review season at work if it hasn't been completed already i know i'm I'm like three quarters of the way through. We're ready to wind this sucker up real quickly. But are are you through with yours or just where are you in your process? No, we're not even started yet. Ours oh, okay. kicks off first quarter. Oh, okay. Y'all start it first quarter. Ours is we do everything now for effective first pay period of 2023. So we're we're wrapping it up. Man, y'all so fancy. Like actually yeah. a true fiscal, like a true normal fiscal year. Yeah, we, oh, our, our fiscal year is a calendar year, which makes everything awesome. So, yeah, a lot of a lot of good stuff going on. But I, I, performance reviews are such a I don't know. They're when they're done well, they're done well, and when they're not, they're not. There's no mediocre middle ground of performance reviews. They also and <laughs> and and please don't start trying to sell me your performance review system, as I've gotten every. One I in the would, world. I would say find me on social media and I'll make sure I give you every bit of Warren's contact information. <laughs> but, but I'm still trying to be incognito. So you cannot find me. Yeah. So but, uh, the performance review systems, they all got the greatest. I've uh, listened to any of those spiels already. But no, they're either done really well or really poorly. And I, I want to get some thoughts of, of performance reviews first. Do you, how, how do your performance reviews work? Are they like a five rate star from five stars or are they 10 stars? How, how, how does your, your system work? Scale of one to a hundred. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, (laughs) 99.35. We we should should round that down. They're really a 99. (laughs) They're really not a hundred. No, we're a one, we're a one to five scale. So you have scale and, and what, is there any like narrative component or anything to it? Yeah, so we look at different ways that, how do I say this? Like, we look at organizational philosophies and like you have to rate yourself based upon those. And then, of course, like your own individualized goals that were created by you and your manager, you rate those. 
and then you give yourself your overall rating and then your manager goes back and rates you on the exact same things and gives you the rating and that rating sticks, not the rating you gave yourself. Okay. Because my favorite is always, I'm a five. No, you're not. You're really a two. <laughs> you weren't a five on your best day ever. <laughs> you sh- Wait a minute. Hold on. You showed up that day on time? That day, my friend, you were a five. <laughs> no, they left two hours early and bitched and, and moaned the whole entire day. And we're back uh, to a two. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Ours, we don't have any, we have one rating at the end, but the employees, there are seven questions. I'm actually looking at one of my performance reviews. I'm going to read a little from one I rejected as HR manager the other day to send back to the employee, but it's all narrative based. We give you a topic like technical skills or, and you, you write what you have to say based on the technical skills and then the manager responds. And I think it's a great form of communication. I'm actually quite proud of our performance review system. It's not my ideal, but I, I think it's, it goes pretty well. I'd like that it should be a tool for communication that, you know, you say something that your manager can respond to. And then when you meet and talk, you have your talking points. And hopefully if you've done your good job as a manager and you've kept tabs with your employees all year long, hey, Warren, you knocked this one out of the park. And oh, Warren, you screwed the pooch here and talk to them as you go throughout the day or throughout the year. So when you get down to a performance review, it really should be anticlimactic. Hey, you know, feathers. Hey, we talked. You did this. You did that. Da 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 da. Here's your performance review. Here's your rating. Here's your increase. Goodbye. Any questions? Goodbye. It should really be the performance review should be anticlimactic if if everybody does what they what they should be doing. But well, key, of course, key words you keep putting there is should. Should, should 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 should. My favorite. My favorite will always be. The rest of my time, my career in HR, which it could be tomorrow or another 20 years, who knows, <laughs> at this point in time. Uh, my favorite is always when you get the managers that come to you, well, I'm not going to give them a merit. I'm not doing this because they really had a crappy year and didn't do anything. Really? Because you never said a word to me the entire year that this person had any type of performance issues. Well, they have the entire year. Yeah, we got to talk about this more. <laughs> didn't it's not going to be that simple. Didn't document it. It didn't happen. It, yeah, it didn't happen. And and that uh, and it goes both ways. So you have the the manager. Oh, this person sucks. I don't want to do anything. I even want to get rid of them. Then fine. We're, you know, if you'd been talking to them all year long and doing what you're supposed to do, we got a, another problem. But the opposite in the issue is the manager who doesn't have the balls to go ahead and write a real review. Hey, five days a week, you're not on. You're on time too. Maybe you know. Your due dates, at least a week past due on everything that's assigned to you, whatever it is, say those things rather than, oh, they're doing great. I'm I'm very happy. Then, you know, when it comes time, push to shove and, oh, now I got to get rid of them. But you gave you gave them a such a glowing review. Where where was this two weeks ago? I just or when at the review time, why wasn't this documented then that you're having these problems and and things like that? I just managers and you know every company i'm sure does some sort of manager training on how to do the performance review and it doesn't it doesn't help at all but here's a question do you know of any companies as yours or anybody do training with the employees telling them how to do their performance review like what not what they should put on it but what 
how to answer the questions, I guess, in broad terms, not you know specifics. But without going into too many details, like I have worked for companies that when they have changed the review process, they have done some initial training. But for the most part, I would say no. It's here's your review. Go have fun. Yeah. Yeah, I, that, that's, I think, is sort of an important piece of the puzzle that's missing. And here is a review I rejected as a, as a manager as they come to me in the meantime. As I, and I really rarely, rarely reject anything, but I want to look for red flags. I want to look for whatever before going to the next level with this review. So this person, our, our review consists of seven questions. And like I said, they're all narrative. Section one, performance, technical skills. This employee's response was, yo, not quit, understanding better, explain in person. That was their question number one. Question number two, work quality. Yo, not quit, understanding better, explain in person. Question number three, communications. Guess what he's saying? Yo, not quit, understanding better, explain in person. Are you saying not quit? Yes, not quit here. Q-U-I-T. Like Q-U-I-T. Yeah. Not quit, understanding better, explain in person. That was the answer for teamwork cooperation as well. Professional strengths, he actually did answer. And areas of opportunity, he did answer. He said, I'm not quitting. No quit. He's <laughs> not quit. Not quit. I, 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 oh, gosh. I, I was like... This and my response to him when I sent it back to him, I was like, "This, this isn't a con- think of this as a conversation starter, and this does not start a conversation." Uh, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, you've got longer years of experience than I do when uh-oh. it comes to this stuff. But these instruments are technically legal documents, correct? I mean, these could be they could be subpoenaed. Yeah, yeah you can. Subpoenaed, yeah. Yeah, if if something comes up like you you give this person all five star reviews for their entire career and then you lay them you off because them. Yeah. yeah and then well here's all my reviews I I walk on water according to these and damn if those reviews don't make them look like they do walk on water and then you want to fire them or they're the the first person you select to be laid off you're going to be in some trouble but yeah I I I think for a future I am going to do some e training on reviews to tell them. What we're looking for, we we give like a paragraph. Here's a review. Like I said, here's a review. Here's a paragraph of instructions. Here's here's the due date. Have at it. It's well, just blown away by. It's by not very jaded of you, Warren. No, well, I'm, I'm <laughs> I am blown away that somebody would actually put that as their. I'm I'm. I mean, you're just creating more work for yourself. I mean, come on. Like, and the purpose of this is to be angry, be pissed <laughs> off the things that we do, and eliminate our workload. Yeah, I, I, well, uh, well. Here's here's the next question. We'll, we'll start getting a little jaded here. Nope, no quit. No quit. <laughs> well, explain in person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I might not be on time. But I'm not quit. <laughs> Anyways, so 360 reviews. Love them. Hate them. Hate them. Hey, I, yeah, I absolutely abhor. 360 reviews and people who think that they're so awesome and things like that. I, I think they're, they're completely useless. I think it's, those were the inventions of some very well-intended HR person who really doesn't have a clue that a wanted to create more work for, for everybody. And, and B, I, I just cannot see 
doing a full 360 review because you're going to have that employee who feels that that manager hates them or they're better than their manager. So they're going to give their manager horrible reviews. And what valid, how are you going to get valid information out of that? Also, gosh, I already lost my train of thought. Oh, how are you going to get? valid information out of someone who's so ticked off that their manager doesn't like them. Maybe their manager is actually a good manager that has to manage hard because he needs to motivate his team. He or she needs to motivate their team the best way they can. And hey, you know, this is a deadline and there's all sorts of things. But then when you're doing talking about peer reviews as well, you have jealous little bitches and that are your coworkers that, you know, why, why does Warren get all the PTO? Why does Warren do this? You know, it's like the Brady Bunch, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha in there. So <laughs> uh, you, you, okay. thanks for dating our listeners. Yeah, we're not that old, but yeah, we're everybody knows Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. But anyways, it, it's, it's that complaining employee that's going to, oh, I, I need to come out ahead of feathers because I need to get the next promotion and not him. And so why? Why would you go through that? It's They're completely useless information. I think such a small percentage of your employees would be able to give legitimate, thought-provoking reviews to their about their managers or coworkers. I have been asked in the past by a supervisor, hey, what do you think about whomever? Informally, but not a official, put it down in paper and get the review in, in there. And, you know, that, that's fine as well. But man, 360 reviews are absolutely horrendous. And everybody knows I've spoken a million times on the podcast about, I love agile review system. I want my company to get there one day, but we, we got a long way to go to get there. But in terms of agile review, you just doc, you have regular conversations with your employees, you document it. And then at the end of the year, Hey, we talked about this, this, and this, Hey, here you go. Reviews should be anticlimactic. And then people are just, we were talking earlier, the people want to rate themselves, as you said, scale five on absolutely everything. And they absolutely suck. That's the other thing. People just, so many people, when it comes to doing a self-review, why I, sometimes I think self-reviews are useless as well, because the self-review, people don't have a good grip of themselves, a good knowledge of themselves. They can't look at them, themselves in the mirror for who they really are. Yeah, I am. I am late three days a week. I, you know, I screw up on things. I, my work is incomplete. I don't proofread whatever it is, but they think they're the greatest thing and they just can't, can't come to fact that they, they're not. We can't, we can't teach emotional intelligence. No, that's it. That's that's a phrase I spent five minutes walking around and emotional intelligence. Yeah, you can't teach that. And you're an idiot. <laughs> Just write down your review. <laughs> Yo, I'm an idiot. Like, no, quit, quit, no, quit. Explain better in person. You're an idiot. Explain better in person. I, w- I would so what love I'm that. saying is, is like sometimes I'm on time, sometimes I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So, uh, Here's a story from once upon a time in my career. We had a person completing a review. And this this person completing the review, I would have never in a million years seen it coming from them. But their review of their executive assistant was, included the phrase somewhere in the long, along the lines, would be damn near perfect if she didn't get pregnant and leave us every other year. And yeah. And then... I, that did not make it to the employee. We rejected it in HR and we talked to the manager. Like I said, I, 
I could have very easily have not read that review, been lazy and skipped over that review. Say, like, ah, this guy's not going to, there's nothing to see here. Oh, I'm so glad I didn't. We talked to him. He says, well, it's a compliment. He, she's damn near perfect. I'm like, yeah, you said that. But the other part of what you said is if she didn't leave us every year, other years she got pregnant. That is, that's a no-no. We can't, we can't. That's, that's frowned upon. Yeah, that's, that's frowned upon. So That's what we call attorneys getting happy. <laughs> Plaintiff's bar loves you. But the employee never saw it. We rejected it and sent it back to the manager. But like I said, if I had, I, I'm i not saying I'm a perfect employee. When we're talking about reviews, I have just said, oh, I'm not going to read this person's review. They'll be fine. I've done that any number of times when you're a manager. If you have a system like we've had in the past where HR can review and send them back reviews. But uh, yeah, that, that's that's probably the number one reason I'm a fan of each step going through HR before. And it's a hell of a lot of work, but boy, it's, it's, it's worth it. Don't, don't put that stuff in writing. You can think it, you just don't say it (laughs) all day long. So anyways, I think, I think that's sort of my performance review rant for, for today. Any, any, any horse performance review horror stories on your end? I would love to say that I have. That's probably all blacked out of my memory. PTSD, or you've you've put it's it called, away. It's called bourbon. That's what it's, it's, called. Called, it's called bourbon. It's, it's called the brown liquor. The brown liquor uh, makes performance reviews go away, <laughs> or at least the brain cells that try to to try to capture them. No, I mean you yeah. hit all the main points. Like people don't understand how to write them. There's no true self-actualization of being honest with yourself. It's honestly one of the reasons why I personally hate writing it. And I always get yelled at for not writing more in my reviews because I'm like, I know myself as much as I think I do. And yeah, I don't like writing self-reviews. Like I, I'll, huh. I'll give myself a rating and I'm usually low. I usually get yelled at by my bosses because I usually come in too low on my self-ratings. So... With that in mind, what do you, I, I would be really fully in favor of not having the employee do a self-review for, like I said, self-actualization. Ac- no quit. No quit. Self-actualization. <laughs> Too much bourbon. Self-actualization. Self-actualization, emotional maturity. All those things you've mentioned are perfect reasons why not to do an empl- a self-review. If, because when it all boils down, the only thing that truly, truly matters is the manager's expectations. And if if you just want to get a review done, I think if you're, I would say if you just need to get it done, get rid of the employee comments, employee things. Maybe allow them to make a comment in the end of a comment at the end of about it, but. They don't need to. I mean, participate like, just do fully. the just do the old David Letterman, the top ten list. Now I'm dating top myself. ten list. <laughs> not dating myself. Like here, but here's my top ten list of the year. Like this is the top ten things that I was supposed to accomplish, and either I did or I didn't. I mean, something like that. I mean, I still think the employee should have some say because it is it is your review. However, to your point, I would say eighty percent of the people write piss poor reviews about themselves. Yes. Um, so it's how to get over that particular hurdle and be honest. But then again, I mean, non-jaded, we're never honest to ourselves anyway. 
Yeah, it, but mean, it, it, does my haircut look good as I'm rocking a mohawk right now? Probably not, <laughs> but fuck it. I'm, I, got, I got a mohawk right now. I'm in my 40s. I don't care. <laughs> Come at me, bro. Come at me. Yeah. You know, the best was saying you're. So let me. I got a sidebar though on, on the mohawk. So I have kept the mohawk for about two weeks now. Plan to keep the mohawk for a little bit longer. I was on a conference call. I knew everybody on the call, so I was able to kind of get away with this. But they were like, Do you have a mohawk? And I was basically like, I didn't say the F word, but I implied it. I was like, yeah, I'm shaking my head on camera going, don't mess with HR. Don't mess with us. (laughs) I pity the fool that messes with HR. Basically, I got a good laugh about it. But then you can also see Stacey going, yeah, I don't think I want to mess with him right now. (laughs) That, well, I I am physically unable to grow a mohawk. But we could could put racing stripes on the side for you. Like we could do like little lines back. This is your side angle mohawk. Oh gosh! Oh, the '80s wrestling tag team group. One had a mohawk. One had a reverse mohawk. Road Warriors. Road Warriors. Yes, that we the could do that. Are in the brain. <laughs> never know when you're going to recall. You know, never know going to recall that kind of information. Yeah, I I would have uh, Road Warriors. I remember them from the '80s. Uh, one dude with the mohawk. One with the, the reverse mohawk. Somebody else. And the, yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. remember their names at all. Well. Are you ready to transition to some holiday awesomeness? I mean, you're making me do this before Thanksgiving, Warren. I realize it's going to be published afterwards or near or on or something like that. So you're really pushing my my Grinchness. I was called a Grinch <laughs> three times today by three Ooh. different individuals about my disdain of anything Christmas prior to actually celebrating Thanksgiving. But yeah, why not? Let's keep embarrassing ourselves. Okay. I tried to I tried to get Patrick in as a trio. He said, "No, that's y'all's thing." <laughs> no, it's let's be honest. It's a Warren thing, but I'm just a sucker who joins along. So, hopefully, we can get this through in one take. But here it is: our Christmas song for 2022. Oh, bad employee! Oh, bad employee! Written by me. <laughs> so. We need to get JB to produce this. You know, he was a music producer for some period of time. Oh, ah, here we go. Season <laughs> <laughs> one coming at you, old bad employee. <laughs> Straight from South Virginia and Northern North Carolina on the coast. Here comes my boy's feathers and one. Oh, this is definitely going in. <laughs> uh, ah, I gotcha. <laughs> Oh boy! Imitation of one of our turn brothers, listen dearly. <laughs> but that's really what he always would do. Exactly. I I could picture him right now. Ah, uh, so. Warren. Tell me I won't. <laughs> Tell me I won't. <laughs> Tell me. I won't. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, oh, bad employee. Oh, bad employee. How, How crazy, crazy are your antics? antics. Oh, bad employee. Oh, bad employee. How crazy are your antics? You're never at work on time. You always leave a mess behind. Oh, bad employee. Oh, bad employee. How crazy are your antics? Oh, bad employee. Oh, bad employee. Answer our prayers and quit. Oh, bad employee. Oh, bad employee. 
answer our prayers and quit. You make meetings such a pain when all you do is complain. Oh, bad employee. Oh, bad employee. Answer our prayers and quit. Oh, bad employee. Oh, bad employee. Take your drama elsewhere. Oh, bad employee. Oh, bad employee. Take your drama elsewhere. You're the one who stirs the pot, but a clue you have not. Oh, bad employee. Oh, bad employee. Take your drama elsewhere. Oh, bad employee. Oh, bad employee. You think you know it all. Oh, bad employee. Oh, bad employee. You think you know it all. You get but hurt over everything. When you leave, all will sing. Oh, bad employee. Oh, bad employee. You think you know it all. Oh, bad employee. Oh, bad employee. How dumb can you be? Oh, bad employee. Oh, bad employee. How dumb can you be? How the hell did you get hired? I can't wait to say you're fired. Oh, bad employee. Oh, bad employee. How dumb can you be? All right. You can sue us later for emotional distress after listening to that. (laughs) Those lyrics are awesome. Uh, yeah I'm saving those lyrics i might i have to share those with some co-workers or some other hr people like you got to see this hey and they can listen to our 12 paints of christmas from 2020 and our it was the night of the holiday party from last year when we yeah. did that that poem so yeah, yeah it was my can... personal favorite don't get your sex where you get your checks oh yeah don't don't get your sex where you... that was valentine's day but yeah we'll have to we're, we're so we're so festive when it comes to the holidays. Oh yeah. Well, next year we'll have to do something for for Halloween that we just passed passed by. But we hope you enjoyed. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll uh, just show our pictures. That'll be scary enough. <laughs> With the way we're looking now, you and the Mohawk mean a beard. But yeah, we can. We'll definitely scare away some children. For get off my yard, kid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, so we're going to wrap it up. We hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving holiday and a a great kickoff to your holiday season. Thank you for your support. You know, it's almost been three years now since we we launched this podcast. So thank you very much. And you can continue to support us like we mentioned earlier. You can find the link in our show notes. I'll also put the lyrics to the song in our show notes if you are so interested. But as always, well, actually, let me best practice. Don't be a bad employee and do your goddamn review. I and just want to thank Be honest. <laughs> so you mean, know that's not going to happen. I kick ass. So you mean, yo, yo, no, not quit. Understand better. Explain in person. That's <laughs> I'm not going to write that. All. That, that should be. I'm just going to write that in my review this year. <laughs> we'll explain in person. We'll explain in person. 
<laughs> my manager will send it back and be like, we got data to fix this shit. <laughs> no, you got to put yo, not quit, understanding better, explain in person. That's what you got to put in your review. My bonus percentage go up. Yo, not. And then you'll just delete the rest of the sentence after that. Not. No. <laughs> so as always, want to thank the Underscore Orchestra for the use of the theme song, Devil the Devil, and also thank Andrew Culpa, the voice artist who does our disclaimer. As always, I'm Warren. And this is Feathers. And if you survive this, you can definitely survive HR1 What the Fuck Moment at a time. <laughs> <laughs>